Welcome to Finance 101. I'm your host, Brent Dunn, and today we're going to be talking about index funds. Uh, we're going to be talking about you know, doing a somewhat of a deep dive in them. I'm uh, going to be covering what what is an index fund, uh, why use one, why are they created, um, the fees in them, the, the difference between index funds and mutual funds, and and also a little bit more so. So pretty much a, a comprehensive view of index funds. So even if you don't know what they are at all, uh, you should walk away um, from listening to this knowing knowing what an index fund is. So first of all, an index fund, if you listen to that last episode about mutual funds, an index fund actually is a type of mutual fund. It's a, you know index mutual fund because what they are is a compilation it's it's a bunch of different stocks put into one fund just like a mutual fund but with an index fund what they do is they follow they follow the index of the the underlying stocks in them so they're created you know they're with you know they could be a there could be a ton of different stocks that they're made up of just like a mutual fund uh, there's a ton of different ones. The S&P 500 is an index. NASDAQ as an index. The, I mean, there's a ton of different, ton of different indexes uh, to follow. I, Russell 5000, I think, is, is a name of one. There's a lot of different indexes, and they follow different things. Some of them follow you know, international uh, markets. Some of them follow the U.S. Uh, some of them follow technology. They could, they could really follow anything, just like mutual funds. But the difference between an index fund and a mutual fund is that the index fund is not actively managed, which means that the fund is set to follow the underlying index. And they don't trade uh, the stocks back and forth. They don't look for better deals like mutual funds do. They're not being actively managed. They they are set to track a specific index, you know, for example, the S&P 500, and then they follow that exact index. They don't, they don't deviate from it. So why would someone use an index fund, you know, versus a, a mutual fund or versus buying their own stocks uh, on their own? The reason to, to use a, an index fund is... Well, first of all, because of diversification, just like a mutual fund. So instead of going out and buying, you know, <laughs> you know, like with the S&P 500 index fund, instead of going out and buying 500, you know, those 500 stocks, 500 shares of, you know, each of those stocks, you just buy the index fund, the S&P 500, and you automatically have the diversification of all, all of the underlying stocks. And different from a mutual fund, they aren't actively managed at all. So the fees are much, much lower. I'll go over the, the fees right now, actually. Uh, this, is an, this is an example from Vanguard, which is one of the, I believe, one of the top two. Vanguard and Fidelity are the top two index fund uh, brokers, I guess. <laughs> I think that's the right word. So this is an, this is an example uh, from from Vanguard site, it says that if you invest ten thousand dollars, so you invest ten thousand dollars right now, and in ten years, 
with the with the Vanguard fund, you're only paying 0.04% of uh, of fees. But with with uh, similar funds, you know, even indexes from other companies, the average expense rate expense ratio of similar funds is 0.95%. So mutual funds, they're often around you know around 0.9 for 95 percent you know maybe maybe more maybe less but 0.95 percent is a good benchmark for mutual funds i'd say but for this specific index fund by vanguard which is the vanguard total stock market index fund admiral shares meaning that you have with this one with the admiral shares you have to have at least ten thousand dollars to invest but that's why it's such a low expense ratio 0.04 percent so if you put in $10,000 right now, in 10 years, if the stock market returns an annual rate of 9%, you will pay $95 in fees. Uh, that is <laughs> compared to if you had, if you were invested in a fund with 0.95% instead of 0.04%, you would have paid $2,155 dollars in fees so the 95 dollars in fees versus the 2155 dollars in fees if you were in a fund with 0.95 percent versus 0.04 percent so that's showing how how important the fees are 0.95 percent doesn't seem like much but you know ten thousand dollars over 10 years going up nine percent a year that that's two thousand one hundred fifty five dollars in fees Oh, uh, something actually pretty crazy that just happened, uh, I think, with, within the last year is Fidelity. You know, Vanguard used to be the, the leader in low-cost index funds with, you know, the, this 0.04% was the lowest one, I think, on the market. But Fidelity actually came out with a even lower index fund covering basically the same thing, I believe, that is zero fees, zero fees whatsoever. And there's not even a minimum account, um, uh, minimum account value. So you could put in a hundred bucks in this index fund and be paying no fees at all. They find out like that's crazy. And they aren't making any money off of this index, off of their index fund. But the reason they do it, uh, I just watched a video of the probably the CEO, CEO of Fidelity. Uh, the reason they do it is just because, you know, it kind of improves their their stickiness as a company. Uh, you, you know, you'd, you'd rather keep your money there and, and you know, use other other funds that they will charge fees on uh, when, you, when you want to and just keep your money with them. And they're actually, they say they're going to have lower fees um, in every comparable fund than Vanguard, which is pretty crazy given Vanguard has is, is, uh, been the leader for quite some time. So now I want to go over why they were created. <laughs> so Vanguard is actually the creator of index funds. It was, uh, I, I, I can't say how many years ago, but the founder of Vanguard, Jack Bogle, otherwise known as John Bogle, I'm not sure why he has two names, uh, um, yeah, I really don't know. <laughs> Jack or John, people call him both, but uh, Mr. Bogle, who created Vanguard, he also created he created the index fund. Vanguard was 
created because of the index fund, basically. And the reason for that is because he saw other, you know, the mutual fund managers, which I talked about last episode, the mutual funds, he found that they were charging these, these higher expenses than necessary, and they weren't even beating the stock market. So you were paying the mutual fund managers money and, you know, higher, you know, 1%, 2%. I don't know what it was back then. You were charging, you were paying fees to them and you could have done better just investing in an index. But the problem was at that time, there was no such thing as an index. So the, the best thing for you to do was go with a mutual fund because it's just too hard and, and, there's too many fees involved with just buying regular stocks. So people wanted to, well, I, I won't say people wanted to, but he saw the need for index funds to be able to, to buy into a di diversified uh, fund with, you know, your, your single dollar going towards multiple stocks. And, and the fact that the mutual fund <laughs> managers weren't being the stock market. So he created the index fund and at the time when he first started people people hated him apparently <laughs> people didn't see the value in index funds and they the the mutual fund uh managers they they didn't like him either because uh they probably saw that that index funds were uh, were going to take their jobs eventually or, or at least a very viable option that that people were going to going to switch to because of the the value in them so so i think that's just a fun story to share about how they were created you know back in the day 100 years ago you didn't you didn't even have the chance to invest in an index fund you had to go out and buy your own stocks or or have a mutual fund uh manager do that for you so i kind of mentioned that already but the main difference between a mutual fund and an index fund uh, first of all is the fees. Index funds are cheaper, um, probably 99.9%, maybe 100%, I would think, just because they follow the index. That's all they do. There's no type of active investing. There's no type of beating the stock market or any of that. And there's no type of marketing fee or paying for the, the manager to you know fly back and forth to meet with CEOs and stuff like that. So what you're doing is you're basically, you know, you're just, you're just buying into the index. You're buying into the st total stock market or whatever index that you are, you're, you're following, that you're buying into. Something, I guess it's, it's not too important. It's kind of a fun fact, I guess. Yeah, it's not too important, but it is something to consider possibly is the fact that index funds, there's two different two different ways that stocks can be put into an index fund. The first way is through market capitalization, which means, uh, for example, the S&P 500, it has 500 uh, of the biggest companies in the U.S. So for that one, if it were, I believe it goes off uh, market capitalization, but for market capitalization, it takes those 500 companies and it weighs their participation in that index fund based on their market capitalization. 
and the market capitalization is the market price of a share of stock multiplied by the shares outstanding. So basically the the you know the biggest companies I think I I think Apple, I really can't say. I think Apple, I mean basically the the biggest companies have the biggest market capitalization because they have the higher stock price per per share outstanding. So so what that means though for the index fund is that if it's market capitalization weighted that you're going to be heavily invested in the the underlying stocks with the higher market capitalization so you might buy the S&P 500 index thinking that you have 500 stocks in it and you have diversification of 500 stocks which you do but the thing is that you'll be heavily weighted in the stocks like Apple, Google, Facebook, Microsoft, GE, and you'll be very, very uh, minimally weighted in basically all the rest, you know, going down from there. So, so what that, I mean, there's a, a few different implications with that, um, with, you know, if, if those top, if those top, uh, companies go down then and since you're so heavily weighted in them then the index will go down also because smaller cap companies have more room to grow and you're less weighted in those ones you you don't grow as much with those smaller ones given you know the S&P 500 since I'm, I'm I mean I'm just talking about that one for for now for example but they have bigger companies anyway, so they're not very, you know, they probably don't have any small caps in there anyway, I would think, <laughs> just because, you know, it's a five, 500 top companies, but, you know, you don't have as much room to, to grow since small cap companies have a lot more room to grow, but they also have a lot more potential for failure just because they aren't as big. They don't, they're not as proven. They're not as well known and bought into. So it's a it's just something to know about the market cap. And the the other, if it's not market cap weighted, then it will be just completely. I don't know the the actual name of it, but it's basically if. So if you're buying into the S and P 500 index, then it would take all 500 of those companies and all 500 of them would get an equal share in that index. So, I mean, that's basically, I mean, that's exactly what it is. So there's a good and a bad to each of them, I suppose. I don't think it matters too much for, you know, if you're investing in broad index funds toward, towards your portfolio performance. I'm, I mean, it does have a, a, a factor in it, but I don't think it's enough to go out looking if you're just a casual investor to to see if it's market cap weighted or, or whatever the other term is weighted so i saw that was a fun fact to share because it's it's fun to learn about for me at least i th i thought it was interesting i didn't know that was you know that there was a, a difference between before i looked more into it i think that's all i wanted to cover with index funds i know the mutual fund one was longer but 
if you listen to the mutual fund one, you will learn more about index funds through there anyway, since index funds are mutual funds. They're just a certain type of mutual fund. So that's it for today. Uh, my name is Brent Dunn. I am an independent partner for Wholesome Financial Partners. If you'd like to book a 30-minute discovery call, I like discovery call better than strategy strategy session, even though they're both the same thing. But if you'd like to book a 30-minute discovery call with me to discuss your finances and you know see if you're see if you're on track for retirement or if you have any type of you know, financial questions that I could help answer, I mean, even if I can't answer it right, then I could find out for you. Uh, you can go in the show notes and book that. But uh, with that being said, until next episode, uh, I'm out. I'll talk to you later.